0: job Jeremy and hopefully you guys are doing good wherever you're listening from. Happy New Year by the way and hopefully your holidays have gone well. Um, This year has dragged on at some points and other points it seems like it's just flown by so I'm ready to get on into the next one and get some stuff done and try some new things and make myself uncomfortable um, you know trying those new things. There's no point in attempting to grow if you're not willing to get uncomfortable. And I think that can't be overstated, although I know that, you know, a lot of people say that. It's the truth. You have to get yourself into situations that you don't like and that you're afraid of. I think one of the biggest problems I have with a lot of folks that I've met over the years is that they're too afraid to admit that they're afraid and that's some shit and being afraid isn't a, a hindrance if you're if you have the will to follow through with it we're all afraid of something you know sometimes if you ask me you know what am i afraid of i may not be able to answer right off the rip i may have to sit down and think about it a lot of that's because I don't dwell on it as much. Now, when I was younger, I did. And I think I would have a hard time answering just based out of worry and fear that uh, of how I'd be perceived. Now, as I got older, um, it's more or less that I don't think about it. Whenever I get into a situation as I've gotten older and, and what I found what works for me is once I get into a situation where I am afraid, the best solution to that is action. So if I'm worried about something, the best thing that I can do is try to fix it and sometimes that includes just waiting around and especially whenever you're dealing with something like a medical issue or something along those lines you're gonna to have to wait. You're, you, you've you put in all the time you can on that um, now you're just waiting for the results. Uh, that's just an example and that's that's mostly because that's what I've had to deal with a lot of the time. It has to deal with a medical issue. <clears throat> but overall, finding something to be proactive about when you're afraid is the best thing I can say that can help with the fear. <clears throat> The more you sit around and you ponder the fear and you dwell on the fear, the more dread you're going to feel. The worse off you're going to be afraid. And you just have to understand that you can do something about it. And if you can't, sometimes the best thing to do is just understand that you can't. And people are afraid to let go of things like that. Uh, at least I find that's the case with with some people. Whenever I've talked to folks about it, it's like they're afraid to let go of being afraid. Because it's letting go of the situation. It's turning your back on something that you have no control over. And sometimes we have to do that for our own sanity. You, you know, can I help this? Is there something that I can do to make this better? And if not, then I'm going to have to move on. Because it's going to drive me crazy trying and and constantly failing whenever there's absolutely nothing anybody can do. So, sometimes trying is good. But once you've exhausted all of of your resources and once you've exhausted everything else, there's got to be a point where you sit down and come to the conclusion that sometimes that's just it. So, moving on into the next year, you know, it's definitely my goal and it was my goal last year. It's something I've been really just working on is being more proactive whenever I start to fear something and being uncomfortable. So, hopefully you guys can take something out of that. Let's talk for a second about manufacturing problems. Uh, I find that this is a thing that a lot of people tend to do, and I feel like this is something that I especially have tried to make sure that I'm not manufacturing my own issues. Um, well, by God, we're going to get flooded again. Holy shit. Anyways. So let's talk about it for a second. I used to have a cousin. Uh, well, I mean, I still got a cousin. He's, he's alive. Uh, I ain't talked to him in years, but he would always get himself into some shit, and he would always try to get somebody else to get him out. Problem with this was he tried to get me to do it, and I would. There for the longest time I did. I mean, I'd say that's my cousin. That's my, you know, family. I'm not going to turn my back on him. But there's a certain point that after I quit school and all this, I was sitting back one day at the house and he came by and he's like, he wanted me to, and I probably told that story. um, He wanted, he'd sold somebody some weed, but he gave it to him up front, which I always told you know, don't do that. If they ain't got the money, they don't get the weed, right? So, he sold them the fucking weed. And, you know, of course, they didn't pay him. So, he tells me, you know, listen, you know, dude's in the house right now. You know, uh, this old guy that lived up on the hill that used to pay us to do shit. Um... You know, he said he saw him down there this evening. And he's just hanging around. Like now would be the time for us to go down there. Um, pretty much, the dude had some guns and, and yada 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 in the house, and um, maybe maybe not some other people. And he wants me to go in and get the the, the money for the weed. The guy doesn't know he's coming. problem with that is that if anybody gets shot, it's my ass, right? Now I'm starting to realize that it's less of uh you know, we're family, we do this shit together and for him, it's more of a, I've got a problem. I don't want to deal with it. So I want you to do it for me. It's become a lackey situation. So I tell him no. And he pulls the book where cousins and all this shit. And I, I tell him, I'm like, I'm not getting shot over your ass. I told you what you ought not do and you did it anyways, right? So, old boy just left the house and never talked to me again. Probably never got his money back. Now, what was the problem with that? Was not my problem? Did I do the wrong thing by telling him no? Because he's he's willing to put me into a bad situation, but he's not willing to put himself in there? And for me, I'm the type of person that I'm not going to put you in a situation that I wouldn't do myself. To me, it, it don't make sense. Why would you do that? You know, if I if I'm not going to do it, then I'm not going to put you to do it. his problem was he manufactured that situation he created that problem and this is common sense I feel like this is common sense that I, i'm out here talking about on on the show and stuff but and it shouldn't have to be talked about but it is a lot of the problems in the holler was manufactured Some guy comes over, and I'm not going to get back into that situation, but some guy and his buddies come over and start fucking around in the wrong bar, right? Starts doing shit, and then something happens. How did that happen? How did that come about? Was he an innocent bystander, or did he do something? Well, he did something. He started something. And then not only did he start, it, he escalated. Cause and effect, Right? And what it did was, um, it was was a pretty hefty payment at the end of the situation that, that was paid for what could have easily been avoided. That situation was manufactured. Whenever I started taking the break, I started really like looking at myself and I I was really fucked up about how I wasn't looking at myself realistically. Like I was fucked up by it. Like it really mentally fucked me up that I was not looking at myself in a realistic manner and I've always thought to myself that, you know, this is how I am, this is who I am, and looking in the mirror and you start to pick apart these layers. And you start to find out the reasons that you're doing shit. And and a lot of it's done by fear. A lot of it's done by, by anger. A lot of these problems I've caused myself So, the more I kept thinking about it, the more I kept, um, you know, breaking down who I am. started realizing that a lot of my problems I've caused myself. And that's a hard pill to swallow. That's a hard thing to understand. and, And once you get it, to really feel like, I suppose to really feel like, you can recover from it because this whole time you feel like you've been lying to your fucking self but then you get over the self pity and, and you say fuck you you need to pull up your britches you need to fucking get your boots on you need to just get to work on fixing yourself It's not an easy process to to pull yourself up and say okay let's let's fucking do it it's It's never going to be an easy process. I find that the hardest pills to swallow are the ones that I find myself looking at myself. You can say what you want about me and it's just going to deflect most times sometimes it won't sometimes it will most times it will deflect. But it's whenever I start to look at myself and I start to piece together, you know, the whys and and the, you know, hows and, like, it really starts to sink in, right? So, a lot of my off time has been trying to figure out what the fuck's wrong with me. And you've got all these, these self-care people who talk about, well, nothing's wrong with you. It's just, it's who you are. No, motherfucker. What is wrong with me? I need to know so I can fix it. Well, what's wrong with you? Well, the grudges you hold are the ones that's fucking really putting the wear on you. Um... You are manufacturing some of your fucking problems instead of taking action and doing this shit right off the rip and getting it fucking done. Like you're letting shit stand in front of you. Why are you doing that? Why aren't you taking more action? There's a lot of things and a lot of questions that I've I've sat down and asked myself. And some things I don't have answers for. Because if we're being honest... And one of the hardest things I've had to express, and it's always the hardest to express, I still express it. But for me, the hardest thing, and and I think it's it's why so many people don't take accountability for shit. But if I did something wrong, it you know it sucks to be like yeah, there's no excuse for it because you want to throw that butt in there you know, but this, but that, and it's an excuse for it, you know, but no, there's no fucking excuse, there's no fucking excuse, so some things I don't have answers for, because there's just no excuse for it, I don't have, I don't have have an answer, I'm not going to sit here and make one up. These situations that we get ourselves in, if we're going to deal with them, we have to deal with them in an honest manner, right? So telling ourselves flat out, like, listen, you've got to get your shit together, right? You're making your problems right now hard on you. It's not this person over here. It's not this person that's involved or this person that's in the middle. It's you. You're the one that started this. You're going to have to be the one that fucking ends it. People don't want to hear that. I don't care to. You know, I've gotten to where I just, you know, it is what it is. If it has to be done, it has to be done. That's it. It's taken me a really long time to get myself to that point. But it has to be done. <clears throat> it has to be. So. I'll leave you with one more story that kind of. <clears throat> Excuse me. that kind of not only validates the last episode, but also goes along with this one. So we all know about the whole Bette Midler thing, or at least most of us do. You know, she said, you know, Joe Manchin, you know, I hate him too, but whatever. She said Joe Manchin is going to, oh, what did she say? She's going to Or he's going to, he's trying to turn the rest of the country, like West Virginia, impoverished, illiterate, and strung out. Uh, possibly not in that order, whatever. So, whenever she said that, it was funny because it clicked. I was like, ha, she's already stereotyping us. This kind of proves my my whole point from the last episode right, you know. Um... (laughs) It's just kind of a class A example. But then, uh, whenever, after I got sent to me, I was scrolling down the, to the comments and there's all these people from these cities and shit that, you know, New York, Detroit, and they're real proud to say where they're from. And they were saying, you know, well, tell me where she's wrong. And it was always the same shit. You know, West Virginia, and shit like West Virginia is a bunch of inbreds and, and yada, yada, yada. And, you know, your are stereotypical bullshit. They hope that we fail as a, a society and as an economy. They feel like, and, and it's all from the progressive side, right? <sighs> Whichever side you're on, by the way, I want you to understand. If you invest all of your time in politics, and that's your personality, no matter what side you're on, I guess the best way to say it is, like, you are manufacturing your problems. Listening to these new sources that are clearly biased, going after people that that mostly, (sighs) like, You're going after a whole, uh, you know, section of people, a whole states, a whole, you know, whatever. And it's, it's causing people to resent you. And that causes opposition because people are now going to be spiteful because that's just how people are. They're spiteful as shit. Right? I said my piece on the matter. I said she opened up her cocksucker and what I didn't say was that, I should have said, <laughs> Was uh, you know, she's sitting there typing from her fucking mansion out in Hollywood or wherever the fuck she lives. I'm sure she lives in Hollywood, I don't know. Fucking wherever the fuck she lives at, she's typing in from her fucking mansion. Uh about shit that she don't understand. And this is a woman whose career died after she made Hocus Pocus. So you can suck my fucking dick. <laughs> but this smarmy ass attitude, people don't get this, this smarmy know-it-all attitude that these people have, is what turns people against you, and they will go to whatever side is opposite of whatever your side is. They're not going to join you. They want to go against you because you're a smart ass, because you think you know it all. The political climate the way it is right now, that's the reason everything's so divided. A lot of it isn't even the fucking policies. Because if you sit down, there's still a lot of people on both sides who can agree on certain policies. It's the fact that that the other side to whatever side you know person A is on is being a smart ass and acting like they know it all, and that's causing person A To resent them and get farther away from them and then act the same fucking way, which is going to manufacture more problems for person A and it's a never-ending thing of bullshit. Don't do it. Stop with the shit. Stop acting like you guys know it all. Stop acting like, you know, and just fucking look at yourself. Start worrying about shit that matters. Stop getting caught up in all the shit and causing more problems for yourself. Fix your shit. And I think, I think, on a societal point, you're making things worse on on your community by acting like that. Now, of course, you can say, well, what about, you know, what am I supposed to do? For my community, then, if not, be you know like this. Well, the first thing you can do is actually try to find people who need volunteer help, who need help with items, who need help with money, whatever the fuck resources you got, whether it be time or, or whatever clothes. You you get into that food. There's a lot you can do within a community. And dealing with it firsthand and working firsthand with the community is the best way to do anything. And if we're talking about yourself, and you want to talk about self-care and how, how to take care of yourself, well, stop letting all the bullshit get to you. Stop letting it come into your life. Understand when the control is all with you. Right? So if somebody's being a certain way with me that's going to cause me to act in a certain way because I'm letting it and I'm, I'm going to allow it to, um, cause me to act a certain way, right? You know, instead of saying my piece and then just leaving it be or not saying anything at all, which would be the best route is not saying anything at all and just, you know, fucking moving on but sometimes you just you just want to fucking say your piece and then whatever said after that, fuck it. It's out of your hands, right? But like I said, best route's always to keep quiet. But you know, if something comes at me like that, the best the best thing to do is just understand that I've got control over what I say and what I do and what I allow in my life. And if I'm allowing the shit, then that's my fault. And I can't blame anybody. Still working on all this shit, mind you. You know, I'm not a fucking king of this. I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not going to be like these other gurus out here and shit. And, uh, and, uh, cause I, I fucking hate these people. I fucking despise a lot of these motherfuckers, right? They come out here and they, they want to tell you this shit, but they don't want to fucking break it down for you, or they say it to you and they just expect you just to get it. I'm not going to be like these people telling you this shit, these gurus, and sit here and say, well, just do it. No, I'm telling you why you shouldn't fucking do it. It's going to fucking poison you. And more than that, I don't have it figured out. I don't, you know, I'm still working on it every single day because the fucking ego gets in your goddamn way sometimes. Sometimes you want the last word. Sometimes you want to fucking say shit. Sometimes, uh... You just, you just want to get into that fucking fight. But I'm getting too goddamn old to give a shit, man. I'm too goddamn old to... to I'm 36, going to be turning 37 in May. I'm getting too fucking old to be playing these childish-ass games. Of, oh, no, I'm right. No, I'm right. No, I'm right. No, I'm right. No, fuck it, man. I, if, you, if, if this is just going to start a goddamn uh, argument over nothing... Then that's a waste of my time. I've got other places I need to be. I've got other people I need to talk to. I've got other things that I need to do. You're wasting my time. You are a waste of my time. Now, whenever you want to talk like an adult, you can come find me or whatever. But until then, you know, don't fucking worry about it. And these grudges, man, I can't, I can't. It's easy to hold a grudge, right? It's, easy, it's real fucking easy to hold a grudge. My papa. It was the world's worst for holding a grudge. Uh, the whole family is, in fact. But it's just a waste of time. It's a fucking waste of time. And at some point, you gotta figure out is this best for me and mine? Because again, if we're talking about clan mentality, we're talking about tribal mentality. It's whatever's good for the clan is good, and whatever's bad for the clan is bad. And the way I see it is wasted time is bad, it's taking time away from me and mine, and therefore I have to, I have to nix it, it's done. I have to make sure that, you know, I've got that time for things that matter. So with that said, uh, before the internet cuts out, I'm going to go on and upload this. It's about to, uh, (laughs) it's about probably fucking flood. Here in West Virginia, we really haven't had much of a winter. We've, I think it snowed in my area once, maybe. And it was like flurries. But for the most part, it's been like 67 degrees. 60 degrees. You know, it feels like springtime outside, so I don't fucking know. It's been nice. Uh, <laughs> but either it's going to get real worse real quick... Um it's it's or it's gonna get way worse real quick or it's gonna uh I guess do this until spring and then we're gonna have a rough uh spring and summer, but uh, we'll see. Alright guys, hopefully your holidays were good. I'll catch you guys next time. Miss y'all. Uh take care of yourselves.